I actually thought about James when we went to pick up um, my dad's van. It was right beside GNS. <laughs> Please tell me you saw it. I was like, what the fuck just flew over her head? And then I saw her hair just like slowly. You just have like one chunk of hair just slowly like switch sides. Uh, Tiffany, I don't know if this is a bad time, but it goes to play with your hair. <laughs> oh my God, I was so confused why you guys were so bothered. <laughs> Welcome. We are the ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hi, friends. Hi. Hi. I almost said Happy New Year. I did too. Same. I had to look at the calendar, but Happy New Week Month. Nope. Uh Happy January 23rd or whenever you're listening to this. Hi. Hello. How is everyone? Um, oh, us. I thought you're still talking to the people. <laughs> <laughs> we're a bit slap happy tonight. <clears throat> yeah. Fine. Everything's good. It's yeah. great. Things are stupendous. Um, you guys want to like deviate a little bit from my norm? Um, can we do a little bit of business first? <sighs> Fine. Yes. I guess. You're such that a- was so dramatic. All right. We have a couple patrons we have to thank. Yes, yes, yes. yes oh, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So thank you, everyone who joined us in December. Of course it is. Welcome. Why are you here? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. We hope you enjoy your visit. Um, we hope you stick around. <laughs> Stay a while. Get comfortable. So Lots of weird shit happening in there. Right. So first person we have to thank is Jake. Thank you very much for your pledge. Jake, Jacques. you're magnificent. Jacques. Oh, Jacques. Jacques Noir. I have no idea if that's the French version of Jake. I don't know, but Jake is magnificent. And yeah. it is much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you so much. A big go pack go to Reese's Smudge and Psy. And a huge thank you for a box of goodies that you sent us. It's supposed to go the other way. We're supposed to send you things for being on Patreon. But we greatly appreciate it. And the sugar has gotten us through a multitude of recordings. So thank you. And or mental health checks. We're fine. Thank yes. you. We'll leave the sugar headaches and stomach aches right? off. <laughs> a gigantic thank you to our pal Kate, who you guys will have the joy of hearing in February. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Just a uh, quick behind the curtain. Yeah. So she's magnificent. And you guys will love her she- if you don't already. She's also the host of Ignorance Was Bliss. So but yeah, I should probably have mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> so check out her show once you're done listening to us, because priorities. Um, <laughs> well then, we're needy today, guys. It's okay. Fine. Finally, we have Sar. Saw. Thank the you. First. The first. It's not the second. <laughs> <laughs> if Sar the second's out there. You're not as good as the first. I mean, you could join on Patreon too, and we'll give you a shout out as the second. But yeah, the first <laughs> is magnificent, and there are no words for our love. They for- are they were put in the letters that we send to our patrons. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you all. Lots of nice, warm, virtual hugs that don't violate 
personal space. I love you all. And for those of uh, the those of us, those of y'all who want to join the party, it's patreon.com forward slash the ladies of strange. There will be a link in the description. You know what I found out? What? Since our Patreon is marked with explicit content. You can't search for you it. You can't search for it. So yeah. you have to actually go directly mm-hmm. slash the ladies of strange. Yeah. I just found that out this week too. Or go to the description or follow the link. the link in any of our social medias or go to our website. Maybe we should just stop doing explicit content and then everyone can find us. Fuck that. All right, (laughs) Tiffany. (laughs) Literally took the words from my mouth. Hi, guys. Future Rebecca again. Just wanted to step in one more time and remind y'all that we are doing an Apple podcast giveaway. All you have to do to enter is leave a rating and review and send us a screenshot. We will draw a winner January 28th, which is a Tuesday, and we will be drawing the winner during our live stream that night. So make sure to leave a review so you're entered and then tune in on Tuesday. That's corny. Anyway, back to the show. Now that that is out of the way and our love for those people is well known, you guys want to hear something that's kind of different for me? What does that mean for you? It means we- it's not fun. What? Oh, yeah. We're going dork. So are you going to cry? Am Do- I going to cry? There's a good chance you will, <laughs> but that's just because you- that's you today. <laughs> that's just because I'm mentally unstable. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Have either of you ever heard of or seen Ellis Hotel in Atlanta? Nope. It sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about it. So Rebecca and I went to the Oddities um, and Curiosities Expo, Mm -hmm. and we passed Ellis Hotel. It was like right beside where we were at. So that meant we passed it like three times trying (laughs) to find the Expo. Dude, that place was terribly hard to find, but we found it. And I had heard about this hotel. So I figured, I'm going to, new year, new me, let's do something haunted. Ooh. And not sex with ghosts? She didn't replace the um. I did not. No. Are you surprised by that? She told me she would. Liar. She also said she'd clean the studio. Fair. Enough about me. (laughs) Let's hear about the Ellis Hotel. Let's do it. Okay. The Ellis Hotel was originally known as the Weinkauf Hotel. How is that spelled? W-I-N-E-C-O-F-F. Like wine coffin. The wine cough. The wine cough. The wine cough. Like you have some wine and you... <laughs> and then you move on with your day. <laughs> I got a case of the wine coughs. I've got the, I've got the wine coughs. I must go to bed. Instead of the vapors, it's the wine coughs. <laughs> oh, I've got the vapors, honey. I've got the vapors. Uh, it was built in 1913. And it was the finest hotel in Atlanta. Oh, I do declare. Mayhaps even the southeast. Oh. 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 Well, that's a mighty high calling for a tiny hotel. You say a tiny hotel, but it was 15 stories. Wow. It towered over surrounding buildings. Causing the flowers to wilt. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the wine coughs. <laughs> so, uh, tall building. Yes. So tall. I mean, heck, the fire department only had ladders that would reach the eighth floor because there wasn't a need for higher. Apparently, there was. Do you see where this is going? <laughs> oh, no. Did it catch on fire? <laughs> on the ninth floor and above. <laughs> you must be this tall to ride. <laughs> <laughs> the wine cough 
some would say, was the Titanic of hotels. That's it. Hit an iceberg? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Titanic, what was it known as? The unsinkable ship. Exactly. So is this the unflammable hotel? (laughs) Unflammable water was coursing through its walls. (laughs) Never mind. Um, So... The one cough was marketed as completely fireproof. Why? You're just asking for trouble. Do they not have? They do not know the story of Jack and Rose. Have I dropped in? Wait, had that even happened yet? When did the Titanic sink? In the ocean? (laughs) In the nineties? In the the nineties? That's when we all learned about it. Let's be real. Nineteen twelve. Oh, so just barely. Yeah. So they should have known better. They had. They were too busy planning a grand opening for this hotel to read the newspapers. Exactly. Okay. See, I've learned. I've learned now. What have I learned? I don't know because those words just came out. Um, (laughs) I don't know what just happened there. Anyway. A timeline. You learned a timeline. They said it was fireproof because the structure was protected by a shielded steel frame. The roof and floors were made from concrete. The exterior was composed of 12-inch thick brick panels. And inside partitions were constructed of tile plastered on both sides, ensuring that the structure would remain stable. Okay. Or something inside would catch on fire and it would have nowhere to go. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Ding, ding. Okay, you're getting ahead of the story. Hold on, hold on. Who knows science now? Bitch. You're the scientific one. Scientific. Scientific. You got those scientific. What did you say? I thought Scientifical. You, I thought you said something else. Seinfeld? Scientistical. Oh. Mm. Well, you know. Anyway, fire what? happens, apparently. So the floors were H shaped. So you come up, there's two elevators in the middle, okay. and there's one stairwell. In the middle as well? Yes. Okay. And then you had two rows of, what are they called? Halls? Rooms? Rooms. Rooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're called hotel rooms. So with elevators and a single stairwell, there is no issue there. You have a way of escape if you can get to it. Well, if. A fire is started and doesn't use the stairwell as like a chimney. (gasps) Why am I laughing? To ignite the floors above. That's why there's multiple stairwells at the different ends of buildings. Yeah. And you know, like fire exits and the outside stairwells and what are those called? So the multiple stairwells at the ends of buildings. Yeah, sure. Okay. Fire code is a thing for a reason. Well, this fire is currently known as the worst hotel fire in our nation's history. Wow. Atlanta's claim to fame. Atlanta has a <laughs> lot of fire issues. Yeah, kind of like a big one that burned the entire city down. Something no about deal. that. I actually yeah. almost like segued into that for this, but did not. Mm. All right. So we have a hotel with no fire code. No fire code. And this fire, and there were two other hotel fires that I might mention later, I'm not sure, that basically started the whole, hey, you need to have fire codes ordeal. So they had to start some way. Exactly. Started in this. Actually, this was built in 1913, but December 7th, 1946, at 3 a.m., a fire starts. Oh, they had a good run. They did. 43 years, man. That's Mm. good. Nope. 33. Mm -hmm. Numbers are hard. So what happened was, well, let me backtrack. I need to backtrack a second. There were no 
sprinklers throughout the building. Mm-mm. There was no automated fire alarm system, like battery powered or anything. Mm-hmm. There was a fire alarm system, but it was... Was it a guy at the end of the hallway yelling fire? That's exactly... <laughs> I was going to say, what did they like pull a cat's tail in front of a record fire <laughs> what are those things called the big like flower looking things that were on top of record players and you like pull the cat's tail and they go <laughs> like a nightmare before christmas yeah <laughs> see tim burton such a smart fella see they didn't have that but they did have a fire system or a fire alarm system that the receptionist could push a button and then it would turn on but it sounds like the start at the bottom of the hotel if the or in the middle of the hotel and the receptionist had no idea so it started on the third floor or between the third and fifth um it's not so exactly the fourth no floor? <laughs> oh, wow. oh wow i despise 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 you in the most loving way are you proud of yourself yep good i'm proud of her too <laughs> i'm so glad <clears throat> uh, i'm sorry you're so pretty what were you saying the fuck are you and fuck are you um so they're not exactly sure where it started when take a guess <laughs> either the third fourth or fifth they're not sure okay. where but there was a call from, I believe it was somebody on the fifth floor. They needed something sent up to the room. So when the person, the attendant went up there, that's when they noticed a fire. So they went and told the receptionist, whoever was at the front desk, maybe a security guard receptionist. But anyway, that person started calling through to the rooms, trying to wake people up. They would call through and say, fire, 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 and then hang up, call the next one. Why didn't they press the button? <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think the button was pushed too, but like (laughs) did not make up the button. Uh, I think they pushed the button too, but like button, she means buttons on a telephone and you had to call each room. (laughs) I I don't mean to pick apart your story. I'm just trying to understand what happened. Yeah, no. There's a button system. Like 911. (laughs) The fire department. 567-5309. I don't know. Anyway. You almost had an 867-5309. It's fine. Anyway. So the fire department's called, they're trying to wake people up, but some of the things that were inside of this fireproof building included tapestries, curtains, bedspreads, <gasps> like the gong with the wind wood dress. floors, <laughs> the walls and hallways were covered with painted burlap. What? From the wooden baseboard chairs or baseboards to the chair rails above which they had wallpaper. Corridor floors had wall-to-wall carpeting over felt padding. Doors to rooms were of light panel wood with wood frames and transoms on top. Transoms? What's a transom? Those are, I don't know if you've ever seen in old houses or in like old movies, they've got like a little window above the door that you could prop Uh open for ventilation. Oh, that makes sense. Did you find a diagram? No. You just happen to know what a transom was? When you read through all of this and they start talking about like the ventilation and how like if one of those is propped open. The fire. Yeah, the fire. Like it adds more oxygen to the fire. That's why you sleep with your door closed. Yeah. Good to know, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't want to transom anymore. No, you do not. Well, I mean, just don't have it open. Well, then what's the point of having one? To look pretty. Okay, so the rooms were wallpapered, some with up to seven layers of paper. Make up your mind. A few of the guest rooms, so they've got Venetian blinds on a couple of the windows, but for the most part, they had the drape cloths. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And all of the stuff inside, super flammable. So, like, wooden furniture, upholstery. Yes. 
people <laughs> clothing yeah actually pointed this out earlier if a fire were to start there was nowhere for it to go it would not go outside of the building because the building was fireproof Somebody, I can't remember exactly where it was, but one of the sources that I'll have linked said something about a stove. An oven is fireproof, but it contains the fire. And if you put your hand on that burner, you're going to burn yourself. Um, But it itself is fireproof. I understand where you're going until you talked about the thing outside of the oven. Oh, well, okay, whatever. I was, I don't know where. It, you got the gist of it, <laughs> I okay? Did. You're like really pretty. I despise all of you. I mean, it's true. You both had valid points, and I'm proud of both of you. Thank you. So literally everything, but the building itself is flammable. Exactly. So if a fire were to start it started somewhere between the third and fifth floor. Mayhaps the fourth. Mayhaps. It would not leave the building. It would stay inside. Use that one solitary stairwell as a chimney to bring the fire up higher. Oh, that would suck in excellent air. Uh-huh. Just and get a furnace going. You couldn't exit through the stairwell. And you couldn't use the elevators because I'm certain the fire through the stairwell was melting things. Yes. And then you have, oh. this was pre-air conditioning. So everybody had like their windows open and the transoms open. So that's bringing in oxygen to fuel the fire. Well, a lot of people had that thought. So the fire department showed up really quick. They were within like 30 seconds of a fire truck or fire station driving like super close. So firemen get there real quick. By the time they get there, though, the third, fourth, fifth floors are engulfed in flames and it's spreading higher. So people are asleep. Some people are awakened by this. So a lot of people died because they were sleeping when all of this started. There were people who said, crap, I can't get out through the stairwell. I'm just going to jump out the window. Well, three through 12 caught fire. The ladders that I mentioned earlier could only reach up to the eighth floor. So you had people who were, they saw the firemen, they were like, hey, help me, help me. I can't reach you. So they were tying bed sheets together to try and lower themselves down to the ladder. To the ladders. Oh, no. Well, it worked for some people, but then other people would like jump out of their window and try and grab onto it or like the ones below and like the combined weight of the two people would make the bed sheets rip apart or they would jump out of their window trying to land on one of the nets that people had out, the fire department had out trying to catch people and they would knock people off of the bed sheets or knock firemen and the people they were rescuing off of ladders. This is going to make me sound really stupid, but those trampolines I saw in cartoons were legit. That was a legit way to handle fires. Yes. Yeah, way back when. For these reasons. That works, but that's concerning. It is concerning, um, especially when like two people would jump and the combined weight would bust through the net. I'm just imagining me and my siblings like double jumping as a kid. Yeah. So like one would stay on the trampoline, the other would just like pop back up to the ninth floor. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. There's a little like boing, humor in boing. Boing. <laughs> Yeah. So a lot of a lot of deaths happened during this fire. So my first thought when I was reading through this was like, crap, are they not putting out the fire? The firemen showed up and there were people already panicking, obviously. So they were torn between, do we fight this fire? Do we catch the people? Save these people like hanging out the windows. Mm -hmm. So they started doing that. There were some people going through trying to fight the fire, but the majority of the firemen were focused on catching people jumping from this fire. There was a building that backed up to the hotel. There was a 10 foot gap between the buildings. So you had some people trying to jump across that 
that gap and could not make it. There were a couple ladders from one building across so that people could crawl over and that worked out well for some, but there were people who would like try to jump down onto the ladder and knock people off of it. Go get your own ladder, homie. I mean... Or come down a floor. Panic is a hell of a drug. Well, they can't come down a floor. Remember? There's only one stairwell and it's engulfed in flames. The entire stairwell. It's acting as a chimney. Yeah. It's pulling that fire up to the floors above. So even if you don't have fire, you have the soot and smoke and heat. Yeah, but if you're only going down like one or two floors to get to the ladder, I'd risk it. Well, so let me tell you about what exactly happened as far as deaths. Weinkauf fire is the worst hotel fire in our nation's history. 119 people lost their lives in the fire. There were 304 registered guests in the hotel. It was at like max capacity and 119 people lost their lives. 65 roughly guests were injured and about 120 of them escaped unharmed. The city of Atlanta Health Department investigators determined that 48 victims died of burns. 40 were asphyxiated. Asphyxiated. They couldn't breathe. Got it. By smoke and fumes. And 31 died as a result of injuries from jumping or falling from upper floors. 39 were under 20 years old. And 105 were visitors to the city, so not Atlanta residents. The original owner was Mr. Weinkoff. By this point, he was 85 and retired. He and his wife lived at the hotel, and they perished in the fires. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So a lot of panic. A lot of people not surviving whenever they went into the hospital or into the hospital wow into the hotel afterwards so the fire was fought for about six hours the firemen went through floor by floor and like i said it only reached the 12th floor so they said that as they broke into room after room they said that the scenes were like beyond comprehension brass doorknobs and telephones had melted light bulbs were fused heavy metal elevator doors were like twisted from the heat some rooms only had bed springs remaining and all of the other furniture was completely consumed by the fire. So not quite fireproof. Well, the building, well, the building was <laughs> technically was the stuff inside it. Um, and thus the invention of Scotchgard. <laughs> what? It's waterproof. <laughs> Maybe they have fireproof Scotchgard. Oh, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, worth a shot. They did have, so they did have some kind of, they didn't have a sprinkler system. They had these like stand pipes is what they were called with racks like hoses on each floor. But that really did them no good in this situation. So but anyway, why am I telling you about all of this? Yes. Why? Bad. Because it ended up giving us most of the fire regulations we have now. So, of course, things have been added since then. But before this fire happened, there were two other hotel fires that I think total were uh, 90 people, I think, perished or 91. But obviously, this one was more than both of those combined. The incident was such a big deal that President Truman at the time was like, hey, let's hold a conference and set down some regulations that everybody has to follow. Also, side note, did you know that like fire regulations differ by 
counties and states i did not know that yes yeah did not know that oh makes i sense. guess that makes sense since you work in construction you would know that now. yeah i was just about to say i do work for an electrical <laughs> division also makes sense that would be something that would be decided by city or state I mean, level they're all pretty similar but like mm-hmm. as far as the basics now you know your standards are pretty similar but depends on what kind of mood the fire marshal's in on how picky he's going to be when he comes to look at the building well that's comforting well <laughs> <laughs> it's true well they ended up meeting i say they a bunch of people ended up meeting and i think it was in march of 47 saying like these are the standards we need to follow for fire regulations so they took into account things like building material used architecture and design legislation as as far as like what goes into the what building did, you just say? did i say legislation you said like legislation <laughs> legislation <laughs> i was wondering about that i'm like is she talking about registering the building like, like registration or legislation legislation but the next <laughs> words in there are ex post facto and i was like i'm not gonna say that so my brain was trying to ignore that and say legislation at the same time ex post factos ex post facto basically that means whenever you have a really old building it has to be to current fire standards so going in and updating old buildings which people apparently had a really big issue with and i did not know that come on be safe please yeah please. i'm not crazy about it but you know it's fine i just i want you to be safe but yeah so um oh real quick before we move on to like the ghosty ghost there was a georgia tech graduate student who ended up winning a pulitzer prize in photography for his snapshot what of a woman <laughs> mid-air after jumping from the 11th floor uh-huh. during the uh-huh he's a rambling wreck from georgia tech and a hell of a photographer apparently the north avenue trade school had some artsy people well so daisy b mccumber survived her jump and ended up passing away in 1992 at the ripe old age of 86 you go daisy b she sustained a broken back pelvis and both legs and over a 10-year period of time she underwent seven surgeries and lost a leg holy moly yeah but apparently she still worked until her retirement so good for her get it daisy b but yes so all of this started because we passed that hotel and i had heard about it in passing and i was like "Ooh, i want to do something haunted let's pick something local that we can go to it's the south a lot of things are haunted wow Oh, you said in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. I wonder if they have any availability for Saturday. No, bitch. No, bitch. Hmm. So stories. I didn't actually find much on ghost stories about this place. Did we need to take a drink break so I can see if they have any availability? And Are you forcing Tiffany to take a drink break? I may not. I mean, that's a good deal because I usually don't because I always forget about it. So yeah, let's take a drink break. <laughs> All right. Time for some <laughs> non-flammable water. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, I'm Jennifer, and I host Haunted Happenstance, a creepy and quirky little audio drama set in a historic residence in Boston, Massachusetts. You see, I've always loved a good ghost story, and as it turns out, ghosts have always loved me too. Convenient? Maybe. Coincidence? Perhaps. But I think it's a bit more than that. Let's see if you agree. So sit back and get ready to join me and my neighbors for some truly spooky tales that can only be explained as haunted happenstance. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you find your podcasts. 
So I actually couldn't find much in the way of ghosty ghost stories on this place. And we're back. Lame. They don't. They know we're back. They heard me talking. They know we're back. Our listeners are smart. Catch up with them, Rebecca. Anyway. Oh. Burn. Misses. <laughs> God, I love you, woman. Okay. But so I'll tell you what I did find, and then I'll tell you why I wanted to do this. So stories have circulated for years that... Lingering remnants of the fire remained behind at the new hotel. Oh, by the way, this place was shut down after a while, and then I reopened in 2007. So this place has been open for 13 years now as the Ellis Hotel. Holy shit, 2007 was 13 years ago. Right? Yeah. Moving moving on. Yeah. So the stories... <sighs> oh, God. I graduated high school 15 years ago. Fuck. 15? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> it's fine. You're in your fourth decade. It's fine. My mental breakdown <laughs> is spiking. <laughs> you have officially entered your fourth decade. Fuck. So, how that one kind of hurt me too. All right. Well, <laughs> as I just had to stand up because my back hurt from sitting too long when we took a drink break. It's fine. We're young, spry chickadees. Is that what the kids say? <laughs> chickadees. <laughs> Because that's what I say. All right. So some of these stories. No, they say, uh, okay, boomer is calling someone old. What is this? Okay, boomer. Boom. You did it. We're all millennials. Shouldn't we know this? Is... No, they say, okay, boomers. And boomers get we're, mad. And... We're, we're on the boomer spectrum of the millennials. We're making this joke like three months after it's it was fine. circulating. We're cool. We're hip. We're down. I am surprised that it's only been three months now that we're making this. We're... <laughs> I can't bring that one up. I used a darn solder children. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, oh no. Two fires in a row. Yeah. What is wrong with me? This <gasps> girl is on fire. <laughs> oh my God. Are we ever going to get to the ghosty ghosts? No. No. So when it was being renovated to be reopened as the Ellis, workmen on the job claimed that they were hearing footsteps and voices in empty rooms and that their tools often disappeared from where they had been left mysteriously turning up in odd places spooky yes speaking of anytime i lose something i'm like i'm just not gonna look for it because if it's not where it's supposed to be and i find them in a random spot i'm gonna think it's a ghost so i'll just find it and be like oh look i must have left this here (laughs) it's great of course my keys would be on top of the buffet exactly that is legitimate i would leave them there okay anyway so (laughs) More recently, guests and staff members have also reported footsteps along with loud cries and noises in the corridors as if groups of people were frantically running down the hall when they look out from their rooms or turn a corner in pursuit of noise, noise, <laughs> <laughs> noisy guests, noise, noisy. they find that no one is there. Ooh. Wow. Right? Are, are you trying to make this Spooky. scary? <laughs> She's trying to make it funny so it's not scary so she doesn't freak herself out. (laughs) And now she's breathing hard. (laughs) The hallway is empty and deserted. Some also claim that they've been awakened at night to the smell of smoke only to find that nothing is burning. Or someone's smoking in their room and they're not supposed to be. So an interesting factoid about Tiffany. You know, most people put their hands on their waist (laughs) slash their hips. The higher up her hands are, the more uncomfortable she is. 
So if she ever gets like full on armpit and closes her arms, you might as well just take her out of the situation. I didn't realize I was doing that. If she like morphs to full chicken. <laughs> In more ways than one. Just escort her out of the situation. If she starts flapping, she's about to run to watch for traffic. Why did Tiffany cross the road? Because the fourth floor was burning. <laughs> Between the third and fifth floor was on fire. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. So another thing that a lot of people say is that they see faces in windows, especially when it was deserted or being renovated. From the inside or the outside? They see faces inside the building. Looking From out. the outside. Okay. Eerie apparitions of people's faces that have been reported peering out of the hotel's windows. The tales regarding these ghostly visage. The tales <laughs> reporting these ghostly faces began many years ago when the building was abandoned. The faces were first believed to be those of homeless people or squatters sleeping in place. Uh, in the place after it closed down, security officers would search the building. However, finding no one inside. Dun dun dun. Ooh. But sneaky I s- hobos. This. <laughs> 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 but I did see something that um, made me think of Rebecca. The faces peering at you from inside um a lot of people believe those are nothing more than this word that is highlighted that i'm going to get at you to pronounce you're giving it to the girl who said tupac and orgy to pronounce simulacra it's a sciencey word i was hoping do you have any idea that it's science what's the definition of that uh it's basically whenever people perceive familiar images in random patterns oh yeah like when you see faces yeah, like I was just talking about. <laughs> okay, let me clarify. Tupac. I meant like... Orgy. Hold on. <laughs> I feel so much better about myself after that statement. Fuck. Thank you. I needed that one. That oh, was the win I needed. Just, okay, continue on, Tiffany. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> anyway, so why did I bring this up? Well, then I couldn't find any. I was looking for something haunted because I was talking to my dad. So my dad works with this guy from his church on people's houses. Like they just go do some renovation stuff to help out and, you know, have something to do. And he was with Mr. Mark and I called one day just to say like, hey, how's it going? My dad started talking about the podcast and Mr. Mark goes, oh, did you tell her my house is haunted? It's like, excuse me, what? He goes, yeah, tell her about the uh, paranormal investigation crew that came to the house. Excuse me, what? (laughs) What? So apparently he bought a house down in Warm Springs, Georgia, which we are just a little north of Atlanta. Warm Springs is like Florida, Alabama, Georgia, deep south. Southern Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Well, they do still have this draw. And the vapors. And the vapors. (laughs) And the West Nile. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was going to say onions, but yeah. Vidalia. Vidalia, Georgia. So apparently in September of 2019, the Black Cat Paranormal Investigation Crew went to his house known as the Hardaway Cottage. It's very pretty. Was it explosive? Oh, Black Cat TNT. Got it. Got (laughs) it. That wasn't funny. Um, (laughs) But that reaction was worth it. 
sorry. So apparently objects go missing, occasionally turn up in strange places like the middle of the hallway. Ghost, y'all need to get a new game. Maybe <laughs> I should just start moving stuff in Tiffany's house. I will. No, no. I will lose my shit. No, because you'll just tell yourself, of course I left it there. Of course I left this pillow in the middle of the hallway. Self-delusion is uh, no joke. Actually, having a small child around helps I was about with to that. say, a child and two cats. Yeah. There was a painting in one of the bedrooms that moves. Blinds open and close in the bedroom on their own. Wait, like the painting, like framed whole picture painting moves? Or is this like magical portrait in Harry Potter moves? Like the whole is the framed- person in the picture just like, ka-chow! <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Got those Scooby-Doo eyes that are like, hey, uh, no, the whole frame picture moves. Blinds open and close on their own and footsteps on or around the stairs and upstairs. So, first of all, I was not expecting somebody I knew from my parents' church to be like, oh, I've got a haunted house and had this investigation crew come out. Totally no big deal. But it's so cool. So, sorry. Even your microphone's excited. I know. So, they went and took their EMF, a... This is really cool, and I don't know why I think it's so cool. A mini mag light that can be configured for entity interaction. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Turn on the light, turn off the light. They just, like, they turn it on, but they, like, unscrew it just enough so that it barely makes a connection for those listeners who don't know, because Tiffany obviously knows this. I did know that. I was... Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you were being, like, rude to me. No, I was helping our listeners. Oh, aren't you sweet? show thoughtful bad puns but you're sweet um so the yeah the black cat tnt oh, right yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. it was so bad i had already forgotten it oh. <laughs> okay so it didn't take light whatever <laughs> no, no i can't mm, damn it <laughs> so uh the investigation team had digital voice recorders to capture evps a handy cam with night vision, a four camera security system um, with infrared night vision, which allows them to keep an eye on four rooms or four angles at the same time, <gasps> and Fancy. a digital camera to take still pictures. So they put on here, there's a, I'm going to have a link to this blog because it's so exciting, but they put on here like pictures of the house and kind of walk through what they experienced. They did their EVP session in a window seat bedroom uh, where the reports of the blinds moving and I'm sorry, they did the EVP in what? In the window seat bedroom. It's a bedroom that has a window seat. That's how they described it. Okay. Yeah. They've got, let's see, window seat bedroom, dining room. Art deco room, mm, uh, fancy screened patio, and a basement. Okay, no bathroom. Well, they don't have that pictured on here. I, I know. Yes. So the window seat bedroom is where the blinds were. Why pa- don't you hear about ghost haunting bathrooms very much? Because that shit's scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're getting back up there. I'm very proud of you. I don't know. Boo. Maybe they. <laughs> um. Maybe they don't want. It's poo. <laughs> I was gonna go there, but that was too too easy. Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. I guess they just don't want to be privy to that. They're like, you handle your. They're like, no, privy. 
<laughs> I'm going to let you have your privacy. But the second you walk into this bedroom, she's about to go down. Those blinds are just going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I won't mess with your shower curtain. Oh, God. I guess they leave the shower curtains for the serial killers. The ghosts are even like, nope, mad respect, dog. Yeah. You've got your stick. I've got mine. <laughs> I respect it. It's cool. But you think they'd like turn the s- sinks on and off? Like in the kitchen or? Yeah. Well, I've heard in the kitchen before. I, I don't know. That's interesting. TM. Maybe you should TM. Google. TM? Are you TMing a haunting? Yes. That- <laughs> I dibs on haunting your bathroom when I die. Perfect. You're just going to hear like echoey farts in the toilet all night. <laughs> that would be if I were haunting you. That would just be in the house in general. Yes. So the window seat bedroom is where the blinds were moving and the picture shaking had come from. They got a couple weak EVPs in that room. And on their blog, they um, shared one where you hear somebody saying no. They felt a very eerie, oppressive feeling in that room. And they were not at all comfortable. They said it was a relief to leave that room and move on to the next. So next is Art Deco, where they did not have any EVPs or flashlight activity. But one of the investigators did see a shadowy shape move by the door and a floating black spot uh, near one of the others just before her video camera malfunctioned. Hmm. Ooh. Sneaky snakes. Yes. So in the children's room and downstairs, they had no results. Then they went to the basement Ooh, where things got very interesting very quickly. They took the mini mag light down there and an inti- inti- mm-hmm. entity entity turned the flashlight on and off in response to their questions. And they have a video of this on the blog bow 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 okay that was taking a turn yeah. like, I, I was like that could go one of two ways brown chicken brown cow yeah that's what it started <laughs> sounding like and i was like wait we're talking it about could a be a sexy thing. ghost you don't know <laughs> Ooh. i just got this vision of tiffany trying to be a sexy <laughs> ghost Ooh, uh, <laughs> yes that's it i'm not going you like it when i do this to your blind <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I try to pull off anything remotely sexy, I end up like tripping over myself or like knocking <laughs> quick, something quick, over. Slow. <laughs> quick, quick, slow. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I was like, oh, there's not enough here to cover. So I'll do a haunted place in Atlanta. And then I couldn't really find much on a haunted hotel. I did a lot of research on the fire and then realized it wasn't all that haunted. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I did my research the day of. So it works. Uh, the fire was still a good story. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. So yeah, that is what we've got. And I've got my sources on the blog and a link to this Black Cat Paranormal Investigation, which I kind of want to like... Talk to them? Yes. I don't want to do anything with them, <laughs> but I want to talk to them, get some info from them, not Are have them look sure? at anything. Positive. 100% positive. What if we don't do it here? Possibly. Okay. Okay. Is it going to be a place that I regularly visit? Because that's out too. I was going to get real sassy and be like, bet you hardly ever visit. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was expecting you to say that. (laughs) I always come here. So yeah, that is uh, as haunted as I will get for you guys. For now. For now. I actually wanted to go real dark, but your last episode was real dark. So I was like, I'll give them a palate cleanser. New year, new me. (laughs) See how dark I can get it. Oh boy. On, On that note. Ooh, challenge accepted. No, me. Um, ooh, what do I want to do outside of my comfort zone this year? Nothing. Clothes on. <laughs> that is outside of my comfort zone, apparently. On that note. <laughs>
Remember, friends, <laughs> everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job, job, <laughs> job, words a are hard. Job. <laughs> And want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon, which we now know you have to go to patreon.com slash the ladies of strange since we're adult content. Or follow the link. Or follow the links and all the stuff. So keep it strange, my lovelies. And if you know of any ghosts that haunt bathrooms, let me know. <laughs> Not moaning Myrtle. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> she doesn't count. <laughs> she does count. Bye, guys. Bye. She, she's real in my heart. Open your eggs in the bathroom.